welcome to the Boat Fest edition of ARG Presents. Look at this screaming crowd. Thank you to both of you. Yeah, thank you very much. Your checks will clear after the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the second big year of Boat Fest, and we are honored and privileged to be allowed to perform in front of you here today. And I want to say that the show has been completely written and produced by the Brit. Give it up for everybody. Yeah. So if it sucks, boo this man out of the building. All right. This year, Aaron, uh-huh. especially oh, for man. Boat Here Fest, we, yeah. we do. I did a little thing. We did ARG cards. Right? Uh-huh. Right. And I thought, how can I incorporate ARG cards? Wait a minute. Are those relabeled old packs of those Elvis cards that you had in storage? That, no, that would make them way more valuable. Oh, okay. These are specialized cards right. uh, packaged by hand with love. Yeah. And I thought, how, how can we incorporate this lovely bit of, of uh, merchandise into the show? Is this like a so Aaron, Yeah. I have the ARG Cards Wheel. Oh, man. Where we have all of the cards represented, and we're going to spin this bad boy. Oh, yeah, see? Uh-huh. This is the thing you sent me at 3 a.m. That's it. Okay. We're going to spin this bad boy, Aaron, and what it lands on, uh-huh. I have a special topic put together for all of them. So are you ready? No, I have no notes or no idea. Absolutely, good, I'm glad you're ready. And we, Aaron, are first. Oh, look at this, Aaron. This is the ARG Presents logo, or at least part of it. Uh Uh-huh. From an Atari 2600 cart. Now, Aaron, the the Atari name has, has, went through a lot of transformations. It's definitely had good times and bad times. Yeah. can you give me some things that you really enjoyed about Atari over the years? Well, you, you know, it's a pretty broad topic. Yeah, right? I mean, something that pops out. Yeah, here's what I enjoyed. You know what? This is what I remember here's about the number the, one thing I enjoyed about Atari. Right? They were way, way better than Pong. That's what I enjoyed. Because <laughs> well, I was a little kid. I mean, don't be wrong. Atari, Atari had Pong, but like, that's all we had. You played Pong, and then all of a sudden, someone was like, "Hey, look at this! It's combat." Yeah. And I grabbed the joystick and played combat. And I'm like. I was like, man, that's pretty good. Man, this is like Pong, but I can move around. Yeah, it's a, I can see a tank, and then you can fight your buddy. And then they play, you know, here's Yara's Revenge. I'm like, oh, oh my God. yes, what a wonderful game. The point of it is, uh, they, that's the emergence of gaming from the dark ages into the light, into the shimmering light. And Atari provided. Now, then Atari fell over yes. multiple times. Yes. Uh, but they kept rising back up, then falling down. Then it'd rise again. But listen, you got your Atari computers, eight bits. They're solid gold money. We all love them. They were they were on forever. Everybody loves the Atari. Then you got twenty six hundred solid gold, right? And yes. Then the fifty two hundred, eh, you know, that's okay. <laughs> Seventy eight hundred, hey. The echoes definitely were fading at this point. Right, but then, then they came back strong. You know, Seventy eight hundred is a pretty fun machine. It's old school, you know, but it's okay. Uh, but they rode they rode their technology too too long, you know. Yes, a lot of companies absolutely did. Absolutely, they then did. Then they came back with the you know you had your Atari <laughs> ST you know branch of computers. I would say successful at least at first. They're a mixed bag, you know, but they're fun. Then you had the Jag and the stuff with the Falcon, and then it was over. What do you now? Deal. What do you think about? Because obviously, you didn't ask for the complete history of Atari, right? Yeah, no, no, not at all, actually. Uh, now, what do you think of selling the Atari name over and over and over? Do you wish it, they would just let it die? No, I, I, I mean, gotta make, it's never gonna die. It's Atari. We're still talking about it. That's it. You know, so there you go. But yeah, I, they're they're made to come back. I mean, sort of. No, they, they really just. Okay, I'm out now. <laughs> 
This is the official stop is talking this motion. Is this roll things that I'm going to talk about them? No, no. Oh, Aaron. I know none of us have a history of the master system. I do. But <clears throat> what do you think? Let's talk a little bit about box art. Okay. Aaron, the box art for the for those games. Possibly the worst of all time. The white the the white background with grid and uh, uh, child hand drawn images. What's the best one? Is that is the what the, was the karate champ or whatever? Just at the foot. The foot, yes. <laughs> Black belt. Black belt. That's Isn't it. There one where the guy's holding his own head. That's the wrestling yeah. one. <laughs> now, now. Throughout the throughout time, yeah. box art, you know, has had some of its epic highs and some of its dizzying lows. Yeah. How much did the box? In modern gaming, the box doesn't matter, right? Because you can just go on go on websites, see the moving images, play the you know the the videos, everything like that. But back in the day, the box art really sold the game. Yeah. How much did was it? an influence on you before you bought something. Well, a lot. <laughs> because you got to remember, the in the old days, the box art was basically the graphics for the game. Because when you played the game, the graphics were just, yes. were not, there was nothing there. It, like, the Odyssey 2 is a perfect example. It gave you a place to put your imagination, and you kind of went from there. I will say, though, uh, the Master System's grid gimmick. Yes. It's not the worst. Yes, it is. No, no, hold on. Because it does give the system a sort of unity, a uniformity, uh, because now not every game but stuck it, in the grid it, format. It says something very bad about your system. It says you suck. <laughs> well, no, maybe by that that's not what it says. It does because the Master System has some good games. That because when you have games that are really good, you can put crap. This, their games are so good that we're not even going to tease your imagination yeah. with the graphics. How often Just did you load it up, jerk? That's often, the way they look. Bad. How often did you ever buy a game going, man? The box art's so bad. The game's gotta be great. Well, I mean, you got a valid point there. You know, to be honest though, remember back in the old days, they, they came in like Ziploc bags. So well, I'd say those are worse. Well, we're not we're not going that far back, Aaron. So box art. Very important. Do you do you miss box art? Do you miss? Well, I pirated everything, so what? I missed all the box art. <laughs> I mean, walking around a store because I mean it's not the same. You don't get those big beefy well, boxes I mean, anymore. That's all gone now. Yeah, yeah, it's over. Why are we here? We should, <laughs> wow, okay. Cry. Good point. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for the dread. It's something less depressing on the wheel. Well, you're here, so I can't. What? <laughs> all right. Oh. Oh, what is that? You didn't see anything. What was that? Now, Aaron, did you cheat? No, 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 no. That's a picture of me headlocking this, you. This is a an that old, was off the Master System cover, right? Yeah. That's where they got the idea. This is an old picture, Aaron, of you and me, way back in the day. And I'll have to say that we yeah. have definitely had our gaming rivalries throughout time. I was going volume back then. You That's were. A well, you know, you're old. Um, what would what do you what were some of your epic rivalries in gaming? Not it, not just it doesn't have to be between you and me. Just in general, what were some things that stood out to you? You were like, man, did the back and forth of that was awesome. Well, I did like uh, I, my, a lot of our you because it was always fun to win. Yes. Well, yeah. In, so, in my youth, you actually did, yeah. you absolutely won. And that's why I got most me. of my victories. That's what I liked it because <laughs> get them young. That before they bind and their reflexes have kicked in, you get a chance. That's what I do. 
I'm going to beat you for the street for ownership of the street furniture yep. cartridge. Yeah, that's some of my all-time favorite things. Then the uh, the dance I did afterwards, right in front of your face as you wept. Do, do you remember why we even had that that battle for the cart? Because we were both selfish jerks. No, oh. no, because I wanted you to play with me so bad, and you wouldn't. Well, this is this is <laughs> hold on a second. This is the same kid I'd be in my room and I'd hear Brit go. Ow, Mom, Aaron hit me. And I'd be like, <laughs> she'd come in there to punish me. I'm gonna get you. So don't act like, don't try to get these people like a baby face. You're the classic heel. Sounds like you, sounds like you should have played more games with no. me. Now, Aaron, I I had a ton of of, of arcade rivalries, yeah. especially when I was super young. Uh, I've told some of the, some of these stories before. I'd walk into an arcade, I'd be playing Street Fighter, and everyone would. Would play and play and play. I was really good. I was that was a game I really picked up on. And we had two arcades in the mall, and they would all just leave the arcade and go to the other arcade. Yeah. Well, I, I'll just mosey on down and beat them there. You know, I don't remember this happening. Well, yeah, but it's because you weren't around. You were failing at college at this time. Hey, uh, <laughs> I wasn't failing. I just wasn't going. Well, fair enough. <laughs> Did you have any of those type of epic battles in the arcade? Maybe for a high score against someone you didn't know. It was just all didn't know. all names on a chart or or faceless I used to people in the crowd. Where you, could, you could drink in them and stuff. I mean, back before that was a thing. You're right. And smoke in them, and so you didn't want to have an epic rivalry in these in these arcades. You wanted to make sure everything was good and friendly, because uh, an epic rivalry could get you beat down by Trucker Joe. See, that's that's <laughs> I, I, I I weep for you, Aaron, because that you was played at a truck stop. Yeah, well, I, I, that's my point. I met a couple of nice truckers from that. Listen, that wanted to play Mortal Kombat two with me. I, I, I it's sad. How old were you at the truck stop? Uh, sixteen, seventeen. Right, what? <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm, it's like it was getting creepy. I, I, I mostly did it at 12. Like I was 14. Made some the truck, friends. The truckers were friendly to me. Uh, it was just go a little bit like. Uh, Are you manipulating the No, wheel? you didn't see nothing. <laughs> now, Aaron, this is a lovely portrait of you. Yeah. Okay. I'm a good looking man. Well, so we talked about some of your rivalries in gaming. Yeah. Do you have any personal connection with gaming? Something where you where you were a part of creating something yeah. or a part of making something successful. No. Oh well, happened. that's going to be a short topic. I mean, we're at, we're at the the convention. Well, there the you go. Both fest counts. So that's sort. Of, I mean, I really I was only remotely responsible for it. Still, I feel like I you know I you contributed up. something. Well done. Thank you. The, is there, uh, I don't understand the. I don't understand the question either. Well, I, you know, we'll talk about me later. Uh, this is about oh, this boy. segment's about That'll you. I, I want you. What it, it was okay if you had no influence on gaming. Yeah, and, and you had you had no great part in gaming. I don't. Was there at least a gaming moment yeah. that meant everything to you? Oh boy! Well, it's usually when I do something that I'm stunned I was able to pull off. Okay, what's one of those? Uh, I've mentioned this before. There's this we we played like this F19 on the Amiga, and I landed the plane. 
I was so happy. I mean, I literally jumped up and roared. That time we were playing that 3DO game boat, I did all the cool wrestling moves. That was cool. So really, two times. This is the two times. It just it happens so rarely. When I beat you for that cartridge, that was pretty good. Can we backtrack to that? So, so your epic moments of gaming yeah, were being basically basically competent. Well, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we're just going to spin this yeah. again then. You really didn't think this through. Oh, my God. I thought you had something. That's like me saying, what's your basic? What was the high points of your life? You know, you don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> we what is that? Oh, oh lordy. And this is a... a, a ARG presents based off of the Nintendo Black Box. All right, and we're what not going to we're not the Black Box here's the very beginning of when they were putting out carts. Okay, they all came in black box. It was very yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was far, far, far be. better than the grid pattern that uh, right. happened on the Mega Drive. So what what's that do with that? So uh, I'm not going to actually talk about the Nintendo carts. I want to talk about something else the Nintendo did. That I mean, I guess a lot of companies did, but I think Nintendo pushed it farther than anyone else. It's peripherals, Aaron. Things that you sold that go with your console that you might see four or five games for, and then they're just complete dust in the wind. Yeah, I'm talking. Was good at the bad I, I'm talking about Rob the Robot. Yeah. I'm talking about Power Glove. Yeah. I'm talking about third party stuff, even the old rock and roller. What about that stupid floor mat that you had to run the on? Power pad, of course. Peripherals and gaming. Is, there, is there anything that you remember getting or wanting that you couldn't couldn't wait to get a hold of, and then you got it and it sucked? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't even have any. I thought the power glove was going no, to no. Be that, cool. You don't have to. It's right. not limited to Nintendo. No, I'm just saying. I thought that was what, I thought that was really cool. No, the power glove and was it, hideous. But I mean, it looked cool on TV. It, it did look. And then when you got one, I was like, man, this is unusable. What I'll, is this? I will have to say, Aaron, that I was the most disappointed yeah. when I got the power glove. Yeah. And I expected to rent Mike Tyson. And I was going to be throwing punches with little Mac, and I was just going to be scoring all, yeah. all day and all night, and it was not. It yeah. was garbage. And I, I take that disappointment even way much, much farther to the Wii, right? Because when the Wii, with their controller, the yes, the Wii, and they had their controllers, and it promised Sword and Shield games, Aaron. One of my most desired things of all time is to have a nice Sword and Shield game where I can block and I can swing, and it one-to-one -one action and they did a lot better with the add-on to the controller, but the initial controller release was so disappointing for me because it didn't track one-to-one. -one, it just tracked where you started, where you ended, and it sliced in between. So can you think of any peripherals that, that just destroyed your expectations like that? It was good for bowling. I will say that. I'll like it for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was good for you know, bowling. Those, remember those Banshee cards that came out? They were like... After the NVIDIA 3D cards that came out, that you, had to, you had to hook your old card to. Yes. The Banshees kind of mushed them together. You yes. Know? I got one, and it came with uh, uh, San Francisco Rush. Oh, yeah. It's a great game. Yeah, well, this thing, uh, I remember paying all this money for this sucker, and I got it in there. I'm like, man, this is this is crap. Yeah. This is crap. Yeah. And when you dump a bunch of cash on something, it's... It hurts. My buddy Wes, we used to go to these computer shows, and they would always have these 3D glasses. They've been pitching these things forever. They never have gotten them right. And they're like, look, you can play Doom on these. They were showing them. And we got those things home, and they were just two little TVs 
and they sucked. And we never used those <laughs> things. Also, you remember those joysticks? Just really those joysticks where there's no base. You just hold it up and go like yes. this. I don't mean a Wii remote. Nope. I just mean a joystick. Yes. You know? And they're like, look at this. Total total freedom. Those are garbage. Try to throw a fireball at that thing. You're like, ah, you know. <laughs> Were there any peripherals that blew your mind were exactly what you were expecting? Not really. Multi-tap. Well, I mean, that's not mind-blowing. <laughs> I, I didn't say it was mind-blowing. Some minds are easier to blow than others. I said it worked. Someone in uh, chat mentioned the uh, the uh, Odyssey 2 voice pack. I never had one of those. What about the U-Force? I love that. No, no. That, <laughs> yeah, that was garbage. Also about dreadful, that. the U-Force. Now, Aaron. What is that? This is a scratch and win card, Aaron. Or okay. a scratch and play, I should say. I don't uh, like how this is going. If you buy, if you have a, a pack of ARG cards, yeah, uh, you actually have scratch off areas, and you try to win. You try to get the high oh, score. Okay, uh, but this cool. particular piece is of Yeti, and oh yeah, Aaron, we discovered Yeti many moons ago, yeah. right? And it was an awesome game, and yeah, we and, game. and we really enjoyed it. We really enjoyed playing it. We talk about it a lot because it was something that. No one would have found. No one would have known about if we didn't bring it from the well, dead. I don't know about that. Were there any? A lot of credit were there any other games, Aaron, that that we that you've played that you've experienced through ARG doing ARG presents that you were like, man, this this was lost to time, but now it's found. Uh, well, the uh, the uh, the two the two French ones uh, on the uh, on the video pack come to mind. Those yep. were a lot of fun. Um, you know, we've done so many obscure you, titles. You know, I have a recent one. Yeah. Diamond Mine. Yeah, that was real good. And I, I can't, I, I know, I mean, it has its issues, but I had so much what fun was that playing that. I can't remember. You know what's bad is I can't offhand either, but it was so much fun. Yeah. And it, finding those type of games was has always been exciting with the show. But back in the day, Aaron, did you ever pull a game off the shelf or download one and not knowing what to expect and just get blown away oh, by well, it? Most of the time, I would spend like 400 hours downloading that 30-disc game and then put it in for about one minute and be like, it's crap. That was like, <laughs> yes. That, you know, uh, that happened a lot. Yeah. If I, I'm trying to go games, I, I didn't have a lot of games on the shelf. I, you know... I'm trying to think here of something that really blew my mind. One must fall, 297. Like, well, you took too long. <laughs> I hate this game. I'm just gonna. Would you? Oh, look! Wait, you, that's not so every time it. you screw up, oh, you just bean Jason Ward. Nah, nah, he liked it. <laughs> and is that true? Th- th- this is this is a logo based off the Odyssey Two. Yeah. Now the Odyssey Two. I was just trying to talk about. We that. both thoroughly enjoyed in our youth. Yeah. That's all we and, and we had a game, uh, Quest for the Rings. Yeah. That used a keyboard overlay. Yeah. Right. So I want to take just a moment. Let's talk about overlays in gaming. Keyboard overlays. Uh, for for gaming, fairly rare because you had to have a membrane keyboard to really make it work. Well, but or you've a controller. also right. You've also got stuff like the uh, the Intellivision that had the slide ins, or yeah. even screen overlays like for the Vectrix. Yeah. Were there any games where the the experience were was enhanced or basically undoable otherwise without a, a nice overlay? 
Well, Viva La Rasa. Well, yeah, question uh, question the rings is one. Yes, absolutely. In fact, all of the master uh, games on the on the Odyssey two, you had to have the overlay to be yes. boned. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you another one. Uh, if you played it, in television, baseball and football. If you don't, especially baseball, because you have to pick your positional players by with the uh, different numbers on the pad. Yes. You know, there's there's plenty of Jaguar games where if you don't have it, it's a problem. You know, the, and the Jaguar, you don't often get the overlay on those things. That's so right. That's a pain. Overlays were kind of a good idea, but kind of not. Do you miss them? I mean, do you think that well, there will ever be a time again? Uh, especially, I mean, since we have screens that are so small now, yeah. if they're going to do something like that, they're just going to put it on a screen. That's right. I mean, you know the uh, the uh, the uh, what was it, the Amico that they were going to come out with? Remember, you had to control it like a cell phone. Yes. That that is as horrible as a. Hindenburg-like disaster as that was. Yes. The idea of having like a like an intelligent type controller that you could like basically reprogram the pictures under the number pads on the fly. Yes. That'd be cool. You know, somebody needs to make that for the intelligent. That'd be awesome. I guess that's really pushing it though. Did you did you ever see uh, an overlay for a game that maybe you didn't have the game for, and you're like, oh man, no. like I don't recall a bunch of really. Rousing art on the overlay. I'll be honest. Oh, with I'll you. disagree. I think some of them were very good. The I one think thing some... I did, the overlays you need for the keyboard to play all the flight simulators and stuff. That those are important. Oh like, gosh, those are those yeah. are a different kind of nightmare. We're completely offline, by the way. Doing? Not nothing. Go. Nothing. Not doing anything. You guys didn't see nothing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, no one picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be sweeping these up later. And the next, the next piece we've got here yeah. is based off of uh, Happy Coding's version of Shea Maxima's of us. You just reminded me of something. All right. Make sure to check out Frodo's charity stream this week. Frodo NL. Go it's ahead. Remembering. Yeah. <laughs> it occurred to me. Yeah. What about it? Shea's Maxim. Now. There has been a huge resurgence of ZX Spectrum games yeah. that have really pushed what I, I well beyond what I thought the system was ever capable of. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I I'll have to say, I, I continue to be impressed by some of the things that they are able to pull off on that system. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hey, are there any other systems that you would love to see that have that kind of resurgence? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you had to pick one, what would it be? I've always wanted to see. I would always want to see the potential, the fully unlocked potential of the Jaguar. That's always the first one that comes to mind because it had a lot of uh, power that was I always heard was never fully even close to being utilized. So the Jaguar, and you feel bad for that kind of crummy system. You know, if you're a big Jag fan, I apologize, but I mean, it's tough. Tough to be a big Jag. Yeah. We were back there playing four-player uh, NBA. I mean, just to play a game that they released, you have to go through a bunch of uh, ritualistic joystick maneuvers, try to get the thing so you don't screw it up. Yes. You know, it's like the system that they embossed from Jump Street. I'd like to see someone get in there and utilize the chipset in that to see what they can do with it. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, and there are others. I mean, I think every system, there are very few systems where they've rang out the last drops of the power do, that they can do. Do you think that they've pretty much pushed the Spectrum to 
past its breaking point. No, no. After with the game we just played, I can't. The one with the hot Seraphim, chick, that had yeah. the guns. You but know. you don't think that's the? I mean, I, to me, for me They're personally, guns. I, I think that is as far as the spectrum can go. I, don't I would love to be proven wrong, but that game had had. So many things going for it. Yeah, but I think you could. That even that game could be improved, and I think there's other things you could do. But I mean, that, the art and stuff. The spectrum is like uh, the way it, it displays imagery and stuff. It's just it's very stylized and it's perfect for just that machine. Like no other machine looks like that or has the same feel yes. as that. And so what that does is gives you a little bit of artistic maneuverability. Yes, and with the, the play within the realm of what it's capable. of. You know what I would love to see? I don't I, know I, the Thompson Mo5. I wish that was. Pushed more. Why? I because I think there's a lot of potential. There's by the way, that's what Yeti was on. Right. And I think that that system has potential. It has a wonderful color palette yeah. that I would love to see uh, explored in greater depth. Okay. And I, to my understanding, to, to my recollection, the the homebrew scene to that uh, scene for that particular computer is, is non-existent. I can't remember on that one. How many I, you got left on here? What, Two. What, you got somewhere to be? Oh, you saying. got somewhere to be? You never showed me the pieces. Nah, you know. don't get a no. Let's just, let's just put it that way. All right, Aaron, we have... What is this? A little thing of... Oh, Coco. The TRS-80. Yeah. Now, Aaron, we we both enjoyed the TRS-80. That's right. More than we probably ever could have under normal circumstances. And do you know what that is? I don't know what that even means. It was because we had loads and loads of games through piracy. Yeah, all of them. This was a this was a special time of piracy. This was not you jump on your computer and you download the latest files. This That's was true. back in the sneaker net uh, era where you go over to somebody's house and you take a load of floppies and you copy them up. Yeah. Do you miss that scene? Do you miss the human interaction when you're trading software? Or are you kind of glad it's, well, it's I mean, done I for? Well, I mean, I had some of that human, human interaction this weekend, actually. So it's not dead. <laughs> Bootlegging is alive and well, you know. And so, uh, do I miss it? And, I, you know, there, it is funny. I used to go to my, uh, there was an older guy named Larry. He yes. gave me some Amigas. I knew his son, but I got really into Me and his dad became good friends. He was a big Amiga guy, and he also loved fractals. So he not, we'd use his Amiga, and he had a bunch of PCs. He would just have them displaying fractals on the screen while we were there. Yeah, and he played Pink Floyd while we were copying software, you know. And so and it, we would just sit back and chill, and just cop, and the, we'd copy stuff, and he'd get a bunch of stuff. And it was just it was a cool, chill atmosphere, you know. I, that's what I think of when I think of that stuff. Then I went to, Captain, I went to copy parties at a Captain D's, where it's just like a bunch of young idiots just throwing this around. Yeah, that's kind of fun. As, but now, you know, I don't miss the pain in the butt it is to go get all the floppies, to buy the floppies, all that hole punch into the floppies. Yeah. I got real tired of that after a while. So, yeah, I don't miss that. Do you, I mean, back in, in the uh, uh, TRS-80 days, we weren't even the ones setting all that stuff up. We were far too young. Yeah. Uh, I copied cassettes with people back then. They, it, that was all uh, orchestrated through, uh, uh, I guess, mostly our parents. Yeah. And more specifically, our father. Thank you, Dad, for uh, facilitating my piracy. And, and it was it was one of those things where you just wake up, or you would either get taken to someone's house, because yeah. I, I, he, he took us to, to a couple people's house, or at least me, or you just wake up and there'd be a bundle of new new games just yeah. sitting there. You'd be like, okay. It was yeah. like the game fairy came in the night and sprinkle, <laughs> sprinkled its little love all over our yeah. systems. Good times. I really... Man, you can take a childhood memory and just make it sound weird. <laughs> 
Now we've got one more piece on here. Let me uh, let me help the wheel a little bit. There, it's me. <laughs> oh God. Now Aaron, unlike you, who has no no connection to gaming, no no real link to help push things along. I have done several things in gaming, uh-huh. and I'm not going to go. go into your level. I'm not going to go over the Battlezone level that I had published professionally and oh, made money God. off of. Not, you boy, you played that field the day. I'm not going to milk that anymore, Aaron. Yeah, but what I am going to do? Dry. What I am going to do is mention all the times I was in gaming tournaments, and. I was. I've been in plenty of gaming tournaments. Yeah, and and played. Did good in some, not so good in others. Whether were you ever a part of any gaming tournaments, and if so, how well did you do in them? You mean like live video game? I playing? mean, I mean, what? What else are you gonna do? I don't know. I've been in like board game tournaments. That's no, game. no, Aaron. We're talking about video game. See, we're a video I'm in game one right show, now, brother. Hey, if well, Graham Vepke would be able to stop crushing my scores back here, I'd have a chance. So, I, I, it's killing me. I'll get you, Graham. Outside of your your current situation, I'm talking about in your youth. I don't Did think you that ever was a thing out? back in those days. Really? No. Like, well, what that, game are you going to play in a tournament? Tetris. Uh, any fighting game. Well, fighting is. You got to think that stuff was popular when I was like out of high school. Would you stop playing games when you left high school? No, I went to college. I got jobs and stuff. We've already established during this show that what you didn't go to college. Tell us about your turn. No, I don't have any so, tournaments. Do you I know where you're building up to? Tell no, us how great you did it. No, no, I'm, I, I did great. I remember the time I was world champion of Tetris. Do you remember uh, going to... Uh, see, I know there's one that you participated in. I'm sure you did. No! When uh, Hills would run like... Uh, uh, high score tournaments on like Star Fox where you played for three minutes. You didn't join any of those or anything? Star Fox? No! <laughs> You're disappointing, Aaron. I'm sorry. I can't just make it up. All I remember the time was at Hills. I did great at Star Fox tournament. I, I'm I, a whiz at the Super Nintendo. I, I honestly thought that you, you would have been in some tournament. you do at the Star Fox tournament, Brent? Very poorly. Hills went out of business when I was like eight. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that that's unfortunate. didn't pay off. That's unfortunate. I, I, do, do you enjoy the tournament you're in now? Well, I'll tell you later. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do so well in the tournament See, I just participated you, in. You, doing well and enjoying the tournament enjoy are two separate things. I do enjoy them, yes. Like uh, last year when we did timber and stuff, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Good. I'm glad that you enjoyed that, Aaron. And so that's the whole segment? You're not going to talk about your own tournament experience? Well, I, you don't have any, do you? Aaron, you were there when I was at a couple tournaments. Video game ones? Yes. Oh, yeah, the one time. Well, that's, that was the one time you were there. Are you going to mention that one, or are we just going to leave them hanging where we just talk about not being in tournament. I won a tournament and my prize was never given to me. And it sucked. Oh. And it was it was run by uh, a mad Game man. Pro. Yeah. It was run by Game Pro magazine when they were actually. What were they gonna thing. give you? Uh, it was a, I was supposed to get a trophy, yeah, uh, a set of games, and money. And what did you get? Did you get nothing. nothing. I think I got nothing. Well. Good for Game Pro. There you go, Aaron. What a, what a bummer way to end the show right now, there. Now, you know what's not a bummer? I don't. Retro Rewind. That's true. <laughs> and they Retro Rewind is here today with us, Aaron. Yeah. And even though he is he is mangled. He, he, he's not mangled. <laughs> he, 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 I, 
I've seen I've seen him limping around, dragging his his injured arm behind him. Yeah, that's true. But when he gets in front of something he needs to repair, yeah, it's it's like it's like Superman taking off his glasses. He, he just he gets the power and and in he goes. Except he keeps his glasses on. Well, yeah, because otherwise he couldn't see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has he has fixed up so much stuff just at the con today. Yeah. Uh, and have you have you been over his shoulder? Have you watched him work? I've, I've seen. Have it, you yeah. seen him directing his troops and getting I have everything? Seen that. <laughs> He's directing one troop all over the place. Uh, if someone needed his services, Aaron, if someone yeah. needed his rescue, where would they go? His rescue? Yeah, if they... They'd go to RetroRewind.ca. That's, that's right, where, Aaron. Or BoatFest. Well, if <laughs> there's two places you can go. If, you, if you're going to come to BoatFest, I'd get on your get on the old uh, horse and ride here pretty quick. But RetroRewind.ca, Aaron, it's always open. Frank, where's the next? what's the next big thing you're going to after this? World of Retro Computers. World of Retro at? Computers. That will be... Town in Kitchener, Ontario. Oh man, never Kitchener, heard of it. Ontario, Aaron. Never what, heard of it. What, so you're not you're not going to be a little uh, retro rewind groupie and follow them oh, up there that. when you when you live in Herc, you think you're going to Kitchener? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, brother. But if you need help, RetroRewind.ca will get you there. That's right. Are you going to spin the wheel for next week, the Brent? Uh, I believe you can because you get all your crap in there. Receive the wheel, right? No, 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 no. We're not doing that. It, it looks like, Aaron, next week... You're making something up. How about, how about let the audience pick something? All right, audience, pick something. Here you go, everybody. This is your chance. The first person that says the most cunning thing they can think of right now, and we'll do it. No, I said cunning. Games about fruit. Games about fruit. There it is. Well done. Well done. That was Hat Chad. I'm going to guess he saw the banana sitting beside him. Mixed, mixed with, Frank's, with Frank's response. Put them together. Bam. There you go. So Frank did get what he wanted. Very good. Are we? Can we go now? We can, we can go now. Let's say goodbye to all the crowd. Bye, everybody in the crowd. Thank you. Any final thoughts before we take this thing to the house? Nope. Are you, you going to say hi to anybody at home? No. All right, fair enough, She's then. here. <laughs> we'll say hi to hi, her. Hi, sweetheart. There you go. <laughs> He's waving a boat. All right, everybody. Have